especially when you feel like you don't have enough time, is to not try to multitask, but try to split it so that the time that you spend on one activity, the time that you dedicate to one area of your life is you're fully there. You're fully present. You're fully engaged. And this is why it's important is because then it creates more meaning for you. It creates more depth in that engagement with that area of life. And it's more fulfilling. So you can get more by spending the same exact amount of time, more satisfaction, more fulfillment, and you will feel much better about yourself. Hello, friend. I'm your host, Olena Mitrak, and this is the Spark Your Life podcast, a place where we go personal and way beneath the surface to learn how to be happy and successful both at the same time. No more need to compromise or choose one over the other. You can have it all. See this as your perfect coffee break podcast that will inspire you to go ahead and take that first step towards a truly exceptional and extraordinary life. Let's dive in. There is this one thing that I personally find particularly difficult to handle in my day-to-day life. And this is balancing all the different areas of my life. Marriage, being a spouse, being a parent, dealing with kids, dealing with pets, career, business, finding times for the hobbies, making time for your physical health, for your fitness, for mental health. It's like you, we constantly juggle all these things, trying to maintain that balance, trying to find time for each of those and not to neglect any of those. And it is objectively hard. I think probably the most common phrase I say when I am frustrated with something is, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time for everything that I want to do, but I just don't seem to have enough time for everything. And it is hard. It is hard to deal with all of that. And there are all these, on one side, obligations, and on another side, opportunities, right? It's like there are things that we have to do and there are things that we want to do. And if you work too much, you feel guilty that you don't spend enough time with your family. Or on the other hand, if you want to be a good parent and you or a good spouse and you dedicate more time to your family, but you are really passionate about something, about your business or about your hobby, you feel like you are missing out on an opportunity to spend some time on this hobby. And it is really difficult to really find that common ground, that middle ground where you find time for everything and everything is moving forward and, and everybody is happy and you are happy. And so I would like to have a series of podcast episodes, and this is the first one of the series, where I really want to brainstorm around this topic and to share with you some techniques, some exercises that I have personally been trying and using recently and that have that have been helping me to really put my thoughts in order around all of that and try to create some order around my whole life. And the first topic, the topic that I would like to talk about today in particular is just why it is important to be aware of all the different areas of our lives and what it is, what it really is to have that balance and how we can look at it, how we can look at this, uh, at, at this picture holistically, at our life holistically and why it is important to do it. And I think what often happens is we just tend to prioritize one of the areas of our lives too much. We 
put too much focus and attention to a specific area. Like we work too much. We work on our career and we just believe that this is the most important thing to focus on. And so we kind of forget about all other things. And one danger here is that we think that this one area of our lives will actually fulfill all of our needs that we have in general, but that's not true. It's pretty much impossible for us to get all of our needs fulfilled with just one part of our life. We can sustain it for a little bit, maybe even for a more extended period of time. But at some point, some other things will get to the surface. We will feel like something is missing in our life. Something is not right. There is something more. Or even worse, if for some reason this area of our lives gets broken, something goes sideways, something stops working, we are left with nothing. Like, let's imagine you have been working so hard on your career. You put all of your effort to get a job and to climb your career ladder. But then something happens and you get laid off, for example. You lose your job. It's like your life is over because you don't have anything else. You don't have any other areas where you can go to to recharge, to gain that energy back. Your, your job was everything you had. Or another situation is, as a parent, if you dedicate all of your time to your kids and you forget about your friends, you neglect your hobbies, you don't have a job anymore, and then your kids grow up and they go to college and they leave the house and you don't know what to do with yourself. And I hear these stories all the time about those parents who just feel completely lost after their kids go to college because they just don't have anything else in their lives to keep them moving forward. And on the other side, if you do know what all of your important areas of life are and you know about them and you make them intentionally part of your life, then it creates the variety, it creates diversity, right? And if something happens in one area, then you have all other areas to lean into, to tap into, to still feel like your life is continuing. If you lose your job, you can still go to your friends for support or to your spouse. If you have a hobby, then it's not going to be a big deal when your kids grow up and leave the house because you will still have your hobby or you will still have your job. So it's really, really important to always look at your life holistically and to always know what are those important parts of your life that you want to be in your life and why they're important and to really make time for those. And as I said, I have always intuitively thought that it is really important to look at it this way. And actually, one other thing that I keep thinking about is, and this is what I call life ripple effect. And I have seen this in my personal life as well. Again, when you know about all of your different areas of your life and when you make a positive change in one area, usually it means that a positive change is introduced in other areas as well. This is how, let's say, by gaining more confidence in the work environment or in the relationship, I was able to actually stay more committed to my fitness journey. And I was actually able to finally lose weight just because by elevating one of my areas of life, I was able to actually elevate others. So that's another advantage and another reason to become very aware of what are those important areas of your life are and what you can do with them, how you can take advantage of them in your life and how you can really promote each of them even further. 
And I have been studying positive psychology recently. It's something that I have become really interested in. And what's really fascinating is that many concepts of positive psychology really resonate with me from my personal experience. Like I was never into psychology before, but many things that I learn now that are actually scientific research-based concepts, I have kind of always knew, known them just because of my personal experience. So it's really interesting to create the, those connection points and to really understand, okay, though this is this is why it is this way. I always thought that that was the case, but now I know the reason why it is. And so this is why I'm really into positive psychology now overall. And I was very happy to find out that uh, that concept around balanced life and knowing your areas of life or they're called life domains in positive psychology is just a big part of that whole concept. So it's really important topic. And I discovered a few exercises uh, that I actually did recently, and I would like to talk to you about one specific exercise today, which, by the way, uh, is also part of the Bravery Circle membership, which I don't think I told you about it before, actually. So yeah, it's a membership. It's a brand new membership that I started just recently as a inclusive space for all of us busy, hardworking women who want to take their lives to the next level. And I strongly believe that the best way to do this is by working together, by learning together, learning from each other, inspiring each other, encouraging each other, and keeping each other accountable. So the link to join the space, the membership is in the show notes. And it's right now it's completely free. It's probably not going to be free forever. So I think after a few months, I will probably close the gate for it to be free. But if you're going to be one of the first 100 or so members, it's going to be free for you for sure for the whole life. So come join if you are interested in becoming a part of this community, community of women who are working together on creating the best lives for themselves. So my plan with this community is not just promote the engagement and encourage open conversations and learn from each other. But I also want to start sharing a lot of useful resources, exercises, something that I personally tried and found useful, found helpful. So this is why I already uploaded this exercise that I'm going to talk about in the space. So come join and you will be able to find this exercise and, and many others. And so this exercise that I tried, and I actually find it found it very insightful, it's about understanding your most important life domain, the way they are now, and the desired state of them. So the first step is you just write down up to 10 areas of your life or life domains. These are basically things like or areas or aspects of your life where you spend your time on. So this can be family or it can, you can divide it separately, marriage, being a spouse or being a parent. It can be your work. It can be your hobbies. It can be travel. It can be personal development, personal space. It can be social life, friendships, anything that makes up your whole life. And try to really brainstorm and, and uh, try to not miss any of the important parts. You can think about it the way, how do you spend your day or your week? What have you been spending your time on in the last month? And it might, it, it will, it will give you some ideas. I also have some reference 
example areas so you can use them as a starting point. So once you came up with that list, and let's say it's uh, up to 10, you, we don't need more than 10, and usually 10 should be enough. And then you roughly specify the percentage of time you spend on each right now, these days, again, in the last months. So let's say roughly on work, you spend, I don't know, 40% of your time, 50% of your time, or 70% of your time, whatever, whatever that might be. Then you dedicate maybe 5% to your fitness activities and 5% to seeing your friends or having social life or whatever that might be for you, right? So that's one part. And then the other part of that exercise is what is your desired state? How much time would you like ideally to dedicate to each of your life domains? And then you look at the diagrams that uh, you will you actually have like a diagram, the chart that represents it visually which I think is really useful to really see it because we all seem to have it in our heads, like in our minds. Okay, yeah, I, I probably roughly work a lot or I spend a lot of time with my family. I probably should be exercising more. But once you actually put it in writing or especially once you see it in some visual way, it might actually provoke some thoughts and some insights and some aha moments. And when I did this for myself... I did come up with a few aha moments. It was pretty insightful for me. So, for example, and this is really no surprise, <laughs> I realized that I work too much. Like, I work objectively more than I want to, uh, but that's because I have a full-time job, but I also have bravery, and I have to balance both of them. And there isn't much that I can do about it right now, and I guess... One of the things for me personally that I needed to reflect on is to be okay with that. That's a capacity I have, right? That's a capacity that I can deal with. So, of course, ideally, I would only want to have one job. But right now, I have two. And I need to be okay with that. I need to know that this is my current situation and just be aware of it and accept the limitations. But also, for example, sometimes I feel guilty for working too much. But I think looking at this diagram for, of my uh, life domains made me think that me working is not necessarily a bad thing. My income helps provide for the family. It helps provide for other things that are important to me. My hobbies, uh, my ability to go and do something with my daughter. And I shouldn't necessarily feel guilty. I should appreciate everything that my job, my business gives me with one caveat. I think it's really important to be intentional about how you spend your time. And just to give you an example, sometimes we try to multitask. Sometimes when I watch a movie with my daughter, I still check my emails, my work emails. I try to be efficient, but that's not really efficiency. It's me trying to do two things at once. And what it results in is I can't really focus on the email because uh, I'm watching a movie, but I also, I'm not fully present with my daughter. I can't discuss the movie with her because I got distracted. So at the end of the movie, I feel upset that I wasn't actually fully present with my daughter. So I can't say that I was fully engaged in that time with her that I had, right? But also, I wasn't fully present in my work environment either 
I wasn't able to create a very thoughtful email response because I was distracted by the movie. So what I try to remind myself about and what I think looking at that diagram again reminded me of is multitasking is not a good thing. It's better to spend the time that you have being fully focused on one activity. If I watch a movie with my daughter, I should be fully present there because then even if it's just one hour, I will feel good about it and I will not feel guilty if after that I need to go and respond to that email. I will feel actually much better than if I try to do both things at the same time. And eventually, I will probably achieve better results in both. So I will have a better conversation with my daughter about the movie, but also I will be able to send an email response faster to my colleagues because I will not be distracted by this movie. So this is just something that I already am aware of. My like issue that I try to deal with is uh, not multitask uh, and really stay focused. And I think this is really important, especially when you feel like you don't have enough time, is to not try to multitask, but try to split it so that the time that you spend on one activity, the time that you dedicate to one area of your life, is you're fully there, you're fully present, you're fully engaged. And this is why it's important, is because then it creates more meaning for you. It creates more depth in that engagement with that area of life, and it's more fulfilling. So you can get more by spending the same exact amount of time, more satisfaction, more fulfillment, and you will feel much better about yourself and about what you did and about what you gave and what you received. So it's really, really important. And just to continue on that topic, another thing that I noticed, and this is about my ideal state, when I tried to say, oh, I want to spend more time on my hobbies and I want to travel more and I want to meet, see my friends more often, it actually, uh, my total percentage was more than 100%. Like when I tried to say, okay, I want to ideally work no, no more than 40% and I want to spend 10% on interaction with my husband and 10% on my fitness activities and I want to travel 10% of my time and I want to do that and do that. And then if you combine it all, it's actually more than 100%, which doesn't make much sense, right? I only have 100% of my time. So this made me think about two other things. Well, and first one is something that I already mentioned. Instead of trying to increase the amount of time, how can I make it more meaningful? How can I increase the depth of the time that I have so that I can get more within the same amount of time, if not less? Because it's not about quantity, right? It's about quality. It's not about how much time we spend with our partners or our kids or working on our business or doing our job activities. It's about how focused we are, how engaged we are. And this is where true productivity comes in. And this is where more fulfillment comes in because we feel more connected to what we are doing if we are fully engaged in that activity, whatever it is. So that's one thing. But then another thing that I thought was very interesting and something to really consider is how I can combine multiple life areas into one activity. For example, for me, I am very passionate about photography, being out there, taking photos, and not just taking photos, but also creating something aesthetically beautiful. I like uh, to use some photo editing apps or video editing apps to just produce something that 
shows the beauty of the world, the way I see it, and I like to share it with others. So how can I, for example, use that skill or that passion to do something like, I don't know, create creating Instagram reels for the Bravery Instagram page? Instead of just making them look like every other reel out there, I can make them unique by introducing some of my passion. And with that, I will kill two birds with one stone, right? I will provide more useful, inspirational content for the Bravery followers, but also I will be able to satisfy my need to be creative or my need for my hobby time. Or another way to do it, for example, I love to travel and we haven't been traveling a lot and uh, I would love to start traveling more and I would love to spend more time with my family. So, okay, the easy way to do it is to take more family trips. And I'm not saying that they have they always have to be only family trip because we, I think for those of us who have kids, we know that after a family trip, we need another trip to relax, right? But still, it's a very good way to spend the time as a family, to connect as a family on a deeper level, outside of just normal daily routine environment, but also to see the world, to explore the world, to do something together, do something fun, see something new. Or another thing is I also realized looking at my results is that I have been completely neglecting my social life. And especially since we moved to Houston, I haven't really gotten any friends here and I work from home. So I guess I just feel that I'm not part of the social life anymore. I'm just here by myself. And as I was looking at the results, I actually realized that one of the reasons I decided to start Bravery Circle to begin with is to get that social interaction. Partially because I want it, I need it, I want to connect with you on a deeper level because I feel like maybe for some of you who live in Houston, we might just become friends, right? But also I feel like it's not just me who struggles with that, especially when we are so busy with everything. It's just so hard to find time to meet with friends anymore. We don't, we don't have time for that ever, right? So creating that, that another way to connect with like-minded people, like-minded women, even in the virtual space to begin with, but potentially in the physical space too, it's really important. So with that, I'm trying to, again, check two boxes with one activity. I'm trying to provide some useful resource and community for all of us to grow and to create better lives for ourselves, but also to potentially create some long-lasting relationships, some friendships that will hopefully result in something, something bigger, something personal. And again, it will help us make our lives better in this regard. So these are the insights that I have found so far. And this is just the tip of the iceberg because then the next thing to start thinking about is what are my needs? What are my values? And what life domains, what areas of life are really important to fulfill my needs and to help put my values in action? And this is what I will probably cover in, in the following episodes because I really want to dive more into what needs and values are, how to discover your needs and your values, and then how to put them in action and how to make sure we prioritize what matters most to us at this point in time. Because again, in our world that is full of opportunities, full of information coming our way, 
it's more important than ever to be able to filter what is important to us, what matters to us, what we need to focus our time on. And that needs to come from our values, from our needs, from what will make our life better, happier, more fulfilled, more meaningful. And without understanding your values and your needs and and your passions and your strengths, you're blind. Without that, it's going to be very hard for you to prioritize, right? You will want to try everything. You will have this fear of missing out. Oh, if I don't try this, if I don't do this now, I'm missing out on, on something big. But maybe it's not big. Maybe it doesn't even matter. That's why it's so important to really stay connected with yourself and to know what matters to you. What is important to you? So I hope it was useful and insightful. And uh, I hope you can try the exercise again. The show notes have the link. You can join the membership and the exercise is right there. And try it and uh, let me know. If you have any questions, uh, you can ask them directly in the in the membership space. Or if if it gives you any aha moments, any insights, I would love to hear those. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you next week for the next episode.